Welcome to Ask an Expert, a live stream podcast available only to the champs in our small win society. On this show, we feature experts and experienced entrepreneurs as our guests. We interview these guests. We take questions from the small win society of champs who are watching on the live stream. And if you're not, then you're catching up on the record. So we appreciate you taking some time to work on yourself today. Today's actually just going to be a chat between Ian and I, the two bros. Ian's been mentioning his non-negotiables for better or worse a lot lately. So I wanted to get him on the show, talk about the benefits of defining and sticking to your non-negotiables, how to identify those, our own non-negotiables, and how to really how to put them, integrate them into our routines, improve our mindsets, our productivity, our well-being and our overall success. So, hi, Ian. How is it going? It's going great. <laughs> we are talking non-negotiables, non-negotiables today. The reason why we had chatted about doing it, um, and I had mentioned this before, I, I'm like a daily routine guy. Like, I have my morning time. You and me have both have little ones, and so I know we chat about it a lot. But if I don't get my 5 a.m. wake up and I don't get like an hour and a half of my own time before the day to do my journaling and my studying and like I'm right. standing out in the yard drinking coffee like a weird crazy guy by himself just silently it's only uh, weird depending on what you're wearing while that's occurring I it's also weird answer. it's also weird because my neighbors the front of their house faces the front of mine and they're elevated so any at any moment they <laughs> the teenage boys could step out and be like why is that guy wearing swim trunks it's 30 degrees outside right i just need it so let's talk non-negotiables because I, i'm not totally clear on how to define my own every time i sit down to try to feel it out what i end up doing is going well this is just like my daily routine and that took me a while to feel like I master it. Right. Um, so I know that there's probably other people who are like, okay, how is a non-negotiable different from my morning routine or my bedtime routine? Talk me through some of that. Yeah, I think well in some capacity they're not really any that, that much different. You're you're just talking about the bookends to your day, right? Mm -hmm. So a morning routine and an evening routine can be part of your non-negotiables. They just happen to be the things that you're starting and you're ending your day with. I would say when it comes to your journey as an entrepreneur, a business owner, a sales professional, what the expectation is of what we're going to do during the day often doesn't really match the reality of what we're asked to do. I can't tell you how many times I've had the expectation of like, all right, I'm going to go to the office today or go to go to the distillery today or go to the insert location and accomplish like something specific only to get there and realize that I've got 15 fires to put out. Right. Or I've got a client who is, uh, you know, constantly, you know, pushing on me with a level of urgency that kind of dictates my day. So creating a list of non-negotiables for yourself personally helps out a lot with whatever goals you want to achieve or pursue for yourself, like personally. Right. But then also from a professional perspective can help you make sure that you're not. You're not not like not doing stuff. I don't know how many times I can put not in a sentence, but you're, but, but more importantly, you, you're not doing it too much. I'll yeah, tell you that but your time is not being dictated by everyone else. And when I meet with other Academy members, students or other entrepreneurs and we, and we chat and I'll be honest with you, I'm, I'm a huge, uh, having, I have to drink from this black pot all the time too. Cause I definitely have shiny rock object syndrome, love rubbing, running down rabbit holes I easily get distracted, new business mm -hmm. ideas, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I, I'm easily influenced by other people's urgencies, other people's fires, other people like, you know, cause I'm just, I want to help, mm -hmm. right? When you, when you are a professional sales 
person in a service oriented like role, like your job at the end of the day is to help your clients out. And so sometimes in the heat of the moment, it can be difficult to navigate with like from a priority prioritization where that's at. And so that's what the non-negotiable list really kind of started with me for. It's something that I'm still battling with all of the time. I don't bat a thousand at making sure I execute my non-negotiable list every single day. But functionally speaking, just being able to do it on a semi-regular like basis makes me stand out amongst my peers, helps me outperform people inside of my similar industry like verticals. Mm. And so functionally speaking, what a non-negotiable list is, is just a list of activities that you are committing to yourself that you're going to do every single day. No if, ands, or buts because you know that it's the right thing for you to do if you want to continue to move towards the success that you see for yourself. And so really, when you're generating your non-negotiable list, that's the first question that you need to ask yourself is, what moves my business forward? And so activities that are associated to that in some capacity need to be on the list. That doesn't need to be all of them, but there could be one specific key activity that you do that you know that if you do every single day that subsequently as time goes by it's not necessarily a one step in front of another but it creates like a snowball effect right and so for most of my businesses and my experiences in the past uh, regardless if i was in straight up startup mode as a ceo or i'm just like a sales guy uh trying to slay mortgages right it's picking up the phone and so for me, I have a number of calls or text messages that I want to make to strategic partners every single day. That's on my non-negotiable list. And you might seem, if you're listening and I think like, oh gosh, like I talk to my strategic partners every day or I talk to my clients every day. Well, we will insert the person that you move your needle forward for your business. You know, if we're really honest with ourselves, sometimes we could look back and probably in the last month, recognize multiple days where we maybe didn't reach out to any of those folks. Right. Mm -hmm. And and so it's not necessarily like, hey, you're not calling them. So put them on your negotiate your non-negotiable list. But it's have something like that on your list because you know that even if five is your baseline, you know that things are still gonna continue to move forward. It's kind of a function of, and maybe there are other things on your list that need to be uh, uh you know tied to this, a function of what are you what do you need to do to work on your business? So that you're not always working inside your business. What could Got those it. things be, right? Yeah. For some people, it's, listen, social media is the thing that I get a lot of my leads from. It's a big, big deal. It's a cornerstone for my branding, you know, blah, blah, blah. All right. Well, then put put making a 30-second reel on your non-negotiable list and hold yourself accountable to that, right? It's not necessarily a, about the fact that the list needs to be full of things that are glorious and in themselves. Uh, here's my five items on my list. If I do them, then now all of a sudden my business is just instantly going to be successful. But, you know, part of the entrepreneurial journey is maintaining a level of confidence in a mental state that allows you to continue to drive forward and like seek success. Hmm. And so part of the reason why you should have a non-negotiable list is that it gives you an opportunity to create micro commitments for yourself that you're actually going to fulfill. And there is something really powerful about setting up for yourself things that you know that you can accomplish 
in such a way that you can look back and recognize how you consistently were accomplishing them and you can gain additional capability and gain additional confidence that allows you to recommit to yourself and, you know, grow from that, right? That's the four C's that we talk about so much inside of the academy, right? Mm. But also when you, you know, when I talk with, with professional sales guys and entrepreneurs and folks that are in a high pressure environment, oftentimes, and that could be any entrepreneur who's created a high pressure environment for themselves. They're worried about the next cell that's coming through. Their business has hit some sort of obstacle. When I, when I really break down why they're not feeling 110%, why they've gotten a little sad or distracted or, you know, insert the negative vibes there. Mm -hmm. A lot of it has come from the fact that they have been creating micro commitments to them for themselves and they've been breaking them. Mm. Right. I talk to clients all the time or students all the time. They're like, Hey, I want to time block better. I create these time blocks for myself and I just wish I could time block more. It's like, okay, well, is it on your calendar? You know, that's an easy question I always ask, right? To, if so it's not have on the you time? We know, like, okay, you, we definitely have you time, time blocked your time blocking? Yeah, if you have it, time blocking, <laughs> time block section. And a lot of times they're like, yeah, I do time block it. All right, okay, cool. Well, why didn't you honor it? Oh, well, I had a client call me, blah, blah, blah. All right, well, I don't care if you even had a positive outcome with that client call. The reason why you don't feel great about it now is because you broke a promise to yourself. Mm. And when you do that over and over and over and over again, you no longer honor the word that's on the inside of your own mind. And so when you make additional commitments for yourself, you don't even get close to following through because you just know that in the back of your mind, you're just going to break them anyways. Mm. And so when you meet people that are full of confidence, when you meet people that are full of gusto, energy, intentionality, and consistency as they move towards the goals that they want to achieve for themselves, at the core of that is the fact that they have been able to honor the micro commitments that they've been setting for themselves. And even if they don't have it written down and printed out and carried around with them at all times, they have a list of non-negotiables, the things that they have agreed that they are, that they know that they need to do either every day or every week, pick the time period that you know that you could be successful at and create that list. And the micro commitments, again, like I said, help you kind of stave off the negative vibes, right? But the positive, positive side of being able to look back and realize that you honored all of those commitments is it begins to engender a sense of fearlessness towards your hmm. entrepreneurial journey. You stop right. just thinking big and you move into a zone of where you're, you begin to act big. I, I meet and talk with so many people. I, I even do this to myself all the time. I'm great at thinking big. But sometimes I allow specific obstacles to get in my way and I don't act as big as I think. Hmm. Or I don't come up with a plan that allows me to execute a level of success that lets me get to that level of acting big. And when I, if I strip back the core and I think about why I can't get there, it's, it's nine times out of ten. Not only is it inside of my control, right, but it's a micro commitment that I haven't been fulfilling. I've been breaking that promise to myself. That's, that's eroding my ability to act big and on top of thinking big. Yeah. So, you know, the next thing that I would say, if you're looking at what else to add to your non-negotiable list is something that's in the space of, of creating and not waiting. And hmm. I'll put that as like the parameter around that. So what do I mean by that? I, I mean, 
um, I'll just be cheesy about this, right? <laughs> I, I meet early stage entrepreneurs all the time and they're like, what do you think about my branding? What do you think about this like logo? And I'm like, yeah, branding. that's cool. Do you have any customers yet? <laughs> <laughs> and a startling number of those answers are always no. There's been mm -hmm. numerous times, even if I already in my own like personal entrepreneurial walk, where now I'm doing like a new product release or a new spin on something or a new concept for this or a new marketing activity or a new idea on how to engender a deeper relationship with a strategic partner. And I got all these great ideas and I create the most beautiful presentations that I've ever seen, right? I probably even sent you some of these things, Dan, before. And the reality is I, I'm not actually creating more deals. I'm waiting because I don't want to push that thing forward and actually get real feedback. Hmm. Our businesses are not, not uh, like you don't pay your mortgage with like the hand claps of like, wow, that looks pretty. There's, you're talking, you're talking to an artist. So yeah, I, I heard that. Okay. Well, so I guess, you know, <laughs> no, you're right. I, for many years, I was like, don't, well, aren't these claps going to turn into money that I can buy a house with one day? Right. And they never did. Yes. If thriving is a goal, then you, you have to stop spending your time on stuff that pushes you in that like entrepreneur zone. Entrepreneur. Right? Mm -hmm. You've got to be able to execute on the things that matter. And so if you find yourself in that position where you're trying to find product market fit, you're trying to find a way to unlock a deeper relationship with a key strategic partner, put something on your non-negotiable list where it's pushing you inside of the place where the other person or other person has to say no with their wallet because that's the true litmus test of what of whether or not you what you've created is actually working hmm. and so if you're in that spot you feel like maybe you're a little bit more of a entrepreneur than an entrepreneur on some specific component of your sales professional like your sales oriented like role or the, that portion of your business then put that on your non-negotiable list right let me ask you this question yeah, because we're talking about how um, honoring your non-negotiables starts to build momentum in your entrepreneurship or your even in your personal life and your relationships. Um, I think for me, as I am now clear, clear defining non-negotiables, but as you mentioned, you know, okay, your daily routine, Dan, that more or less is non-negotiables that you work through. Um, but as I learn yeah. to expand those, one of the things that I struggle with is when okay, I have, let's say right now I, I have three non-negotiables and let and three days in a row, I don't honor two of them. And I start to lose that internal momentum. Let's talk about strategies that either you have or that you can pull from other um, coaches or mentors or leaders. Yeah. Um, no, some that's, strategies I, to like get our heads back in the, you know, like we need to, you know, as entrepreneurs, we need to balance the negative with the positive, making sure that we have our heads screwed on straight and that we don't just like let things fall away and don't let them affect us. But what's the appropriate way to manage that reaction without um, laying too much guilt on our shoulders to stop yeah. us from achieving future momentum? Okay, that's great. Great question. Because it's going to happen to everyone. Mm -hmm. um, all right. So I guess instead of just trying to tell you what to do, I think I'm just going to tell you what I do. And then maybe that's good enough, right? Because I don't know if I really have a solid strategy other than just to be direct and real with yourself. Mm. You are the start and the finish line for yourself becoming successful. No one else is going to do it for you.
And the sooner that you realize that that's the case, then the sooner you can be more direct. And I don't want to say like aggressive with yourself, but like be very honest and open with just yourself. You can be honest and open with yourself from a position of humility and be really raw with yourself and not have it be the thing that also beats you down. Right now, I know that there are people that maybe that maybe that's a muscle that you got to work on. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm not saying get aggressive with yourself, but I am saying give yourself the context to realize that in the moment, like it's really easy for people to think like 20, 50 years into the future. Right. Ask anyone what, what they want to do when they want to retire. Mm -hmm. uh, like what's the ideal retirement for you? Oh man, I'm real rich and I've got a boat or I own a castle or I don't know, insert someplace where they don't have to deal with a lot of like chaos and stuff. You wind that back to the, like the instant moment. People don't always have that, that level of like clarity. Well, what are we doing when you ask yourself that like long-term goal? Well, you're thinking about your future self mm -hmm. and your future self. When you think about it in that context is unabashed with the realities of what the potential hurdles are going to be for you to get there. You're just only thinking about from where you're at right now, forward looking into the future. But so often when we make those types of mistakes, like you just said, right? I don't, I didn't, I break, I broke the commitment. I broke my micro commitment yeah. three days in a row, right? You, what you do then is instead of looking to future self, you look in the back, you look behind you, you're measuring the gap between like someone that you feel like is successful that wouldn't have broken those micro commitments to mm -hmm. yourself. And so now you're measuring based on the lack of things that you have compared to where you want to go. Instead of in that moment, just saying like, Hey, you know what? Future me is going to be someone that is going to be great at doing this every single day, but that mm -hmm. is still one step at a time. And so, you know what? Today it starts again. I'm going to do today and I'm going to focus on what I can control right now in this moment, which is just right now. And tomorrow, when tomorrow comes, I will focus on what I can control then, which is just then in that moment. Yeah. And I will do it again. Right. You, and, and if, and if you can't get yourself to see it through the lens of in my moment right now, I always have the choice to look at my future self from a gain mentality. Right. Mm -hmm. oh, but Ian, guess what? I know you broke, you broke your micro promises three times last month last week, but you know what? You had two or three days in a row where you did do it. Like you can do it. It's just about stitching those together. Right. Mm -hmm. That's looking at the gain. Whereas the gap would be like, yeah, man, I, 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 I've failed 40% of the time. I'm clearly a failure. Right. There's a multitude of things out in the real world where we're doing something to 40% level of efficiency or sorry, efficacy is really, really successful. <laughs> Like, wouldn't you want to be a sales guy that sells million dollar deals and have a 40% close rate? Wouldn't that be gorgeous? <laughs> yeah, not bad. Not bad. Right. I, name the number of baseball players who have finished the season with a 40% or, or higher batting average, right? Mm -hmm. One dude, Ted Williams. That's it. One guy since the 1800s, right? And so it, that perspective can be difficult sometimes. And so maybe I would ask you, We'll add two or three questions you could also add on top of the future self gap or gain conversation. The first question in that moment where you realize that, hey, I've not committed to this. I'm feeling down about it. Ask yourself, what are you actually grateful for today? Mm -hmm. And just in that moment when you say, what am I really grateful for? Now what you're actually doing is you're getting your brain to think about positive stuff. And the answer to that question will move you in a direction where the next 
follow-on question thereafter, you're starting from a positive position. And I know that sounds a little hooky, but it's truthful. Maybe then the next question is, okay, well, I'm really grateful for the fact that I even remembered and realized right now that I broke my promise to myself for the last three days. I'm grateful that I today was not chaotic enough that I realized that before things started moving forward. Hmm. All right, well, then maybe the next question could be, what am I committed to making happen today no matter what? What have I said to myself? Well, I'm, I wanted to do this. Okay, can I get it done in five minutes, 10 minutes? Can I do it later today? Maybe I can't do it right now. I got to run out the door, right? And then, then you could maybe move into the next question, which is like, what am I excited about today? Yeah. And that can get you out of that funk. That's, that is honestly, I'm thankful you maybe just asked this question. I've kind of, maybe I've inadvertently moved into this, but this is like another way that you can think about what needs to go on your non-negotiable list, right? Is, mm. are you continuously focusing on growth and development or not? In your daily right. walk. Some people just naturally do it. They're just like really good at that. They're always just like grow, 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 growth, 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 growth. Those people need to add things that are about consistency on their <laughs> on their non-negotiable list. Yeah, but which I mean, to be to be honest, that's 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 the the small percentage of any of us, you know, as most of us are always overcoming that personal and that professional stagnation. Right. Like across the board. So but sometimes part of your non-negotiable list, like I've had issues with this before. Like when I first started in the mortgage space, I have shared with this probably a handful of times, but so it's kind of beating a bad drum, but I only did seven loans in my first six months. It was bad, right? I mean, that's not enough money. To, I, I was barely feeding the family, you know? I had three other businesses going on at the same time. I wasn't taking income from any of them. You know, I thought I'd been doing the right thing by exiting where I was at. They were all like autonomous, if you will. I'm like, I'm, I can focus now on like one specific job. And in six months, man, I, I, I did seven deals. And there were many, many days where I was like forfeiting my non-negotiable list. Mm. because I got myself into a spot where I was going down rabbit holes or, you know, going, you know, I, I was all over the place. I was just trying, I was at the point now where I have desperation where I was just clamoring for a transaction. I wasn't thinking big picture anymore. So when I talk about continual growth and development, I don't mean for the day I'm talking about, you know, 10, 15 years from now, six months from now, think big, bigger picture. And when you find you're, you're in a spot where you're not asking those types of questions to yourself on a consistent basis, you end up creating for yourself a job. Mm -hmm. You stop being an entrepreneur who is building big things and making big changes. And you move into the zone where your daily behavior is just creating a job for yourself. Cute that you own the business. It doesn't make you successful. It means you have more responsibility. You just trap yourself in a job. You might as well go work for someone else and like have that job and relieve yourself of all the strenuous activities that are incumbent of being an entrepreneur, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, and I've even like had those conversations with myself, like, dude, what am I doing right now? Right. Okay. Well, that's, that's part of the thing. So if you find yourself in that spot, then maybe add something like that to your non-negotiable list, force mm -hmm. yourself to ask yourself a question about, am I maximizing my day correctly for future me? Am I focused on continual growth and development or am I just in firefighter mode all day long, all the time? And I'm creating my, for myself, future me, I'm creating myself just a job. Mm. Beautiful. Well, Ian, I think um, I think you really covered really well how we can define our non-negotiables, uh, how we can, you know, integrate them into our business and our profession, and how honestly both of those will affect each other. 
Oh, we got a few minutes left and we've got a few people watching the live stream. So I wanted to spend um, a minute or so giving them the opportunity to share or ask any questions about their non-negotiables. If you are uh, watching the live stream now, you can just post a comment in the comment section below the video and uh, Ian and I will see it pop up. Um, if you've got any questions or thoughts of inspiration, how non-negotiables have benefited you, or um, if you've got any questions on it, drop them in there. I'll give a few minutes for us to do that. Um, but this week, after this, after this episode, if or whenever you listen to it, I want to challenge you to give yourself a week to define your non-negotiables. I want to challenge you to find a way to prioritize them into your daily routines. Um, and then in a few weeks from now, I want you to come back here, join us for another conversation um, on how you can construct a resilient business and a resilient mindset with courage at its core. And we think one of those cornerstones, cornerstones is having non-negotiables. Um, and, and let me give you this encouragement too for the listeners as well. You know, my list on my non-negotiables is it's really kind of like up to five now. But when I started, five was really insurmountable. Like mm -hmm. I was going to fail every day. There's no way I was getting five done. So even if you come up with a list that has like five to 10 things on it, like, man, this is stuff I'd really love to do every single day. Give yourself the behavioral courage to pick one or two of them and just start there and let yourself experience the success that comes with repeat, you know, repeatedly being successful in seeing yourself make that commitment of doing those two things every single day or that one thing every single day. And wow, Hey, check it out. I did. I was able to do that for five days in a row. You know what I'm going to do for the next five days is I'm going to try two now, mm -hmm. right? Let, let it be a muscle for yourself, not a on off switch. Beautiful. All right. Well, we didn't get um, any comments or questions shot in. Um, if anyone is listening later and they do have a thought, you can always um, hit us on social media. Also, those of you that are on the live stream, we see your names. We see you. Shame on you for not. We can't. We questions. cannot see your names. <laughs> in, in <the> <laughs> oh, here we go. Just a note for um, you, the champs in the academy. When you post in the comments, we can't see your name or face. So you can either sign as you like or not. But we've got a user that shared. You kind of touched on this, but what I struggle with is having a time block for a non-negotiable. Then a client or potential client calls. One of the things that I think sets me apart from my competition is my service and availability. Should I place importance on my non-negotiables or on my availability? Oh, that's an interesting question. I think that this is a frame of mind, right? When you're early on in your career, like I was uh, in my, we'll use the mortgage uh, bit company here again, okay? Um, I'm new. Like, what are the things that really differentiate me from my competitors? Like you just kind of said in this comment, right? It's like service speed and speed, right? Like. Yes, I got it. When you're early on, that, that's what it's going to be. So right now, what your non-negotiable is, is a, a commitment of whatever that service response is going to be and what your availability is. But that non-negotiable isn't, that's not to your business. It's probably to your family. I would share that with like your family. Hey, listen, I'm early on in my career or where the stage of my business that I'm in right now, I really want to get to this like level of like production. I'm committing to myself that whenever I have a client call or reach out, this is the turn time that I'm going to give them, right? Now, at some point, you're going to have to transition out of that because you're just going to get overwhelmed and get busy and your life's going to be ruined because now you're, you've promised and your whole business proposition is that you're available all the time and you're going to hate yourself in a few years, right? At some point, right? So hopefully that, I mean, that seems like a big, maybe a good problem to deal with. 
But my suspicion would be that at some point you're going to have to create a time block when you're not available. And you're just going to have to commit to yourself and commit to your clients on like what that time zone is. It feels really, really weird when you communicate to clients of like what your availability is that you're like somehow they're going to go somewhere else. But the truth is, is that their urgency and their lack of planning doesn't, doesn't, doesn't foster an emergency on your part. Not most of the clients that I've experienced that like show up like that when they're like their heads on fire, those aren't really the deals that I wanted to deal with anyways. When I look back, the clients that I love the most, that would be the descriptive types of people that should be the model avatar that I want all my marketing, and my branding to go after. They're not the client that shows up in the 11th hour with their head on fire that is demanding of me hyper focus and hyper attention. It just, mm. it just can't be like that if you want to have good work-life balance. But there is some reality around like when you're growing your business and you're starting at the very beginning to understand that you're going to want to be hyper you know, available. So a non-negotiable for you could be how quickly is your turn time. But I would make sure that you communicate that with all of the folks that are going to be impacted by that non-negotiable for yourself. Thank you, Facebook user, who we do not know the name of. Uh, that was ideal. All right. Well, we're, we're about at the mark and we're going to um, close it up for this episode. But you, our, our listeners right now watching the stream, you're part of the Small Wins Academy because you are looking for a place where entrepreneurs unite, ignite their confidence, and learn from industry experts while fostering a vibrant community that empowers success and growth. And like I said earlier, we are looking to build conversations in this Ask an Expert that help us construct a resilient business and a resilient mindset with courage at its core. So thank you so much for contributing your question today, Facebook user. I forgot to up on the top, let people know that they needed to say who they were if they wanted That's to. That's awesome. But, there, there was uh, one, I just saw another question come through and I'll, oh, I'll okay. point this out now. It was like, hey, Ian, do you mind sharing uh, yeah, what your yeah, five yeah. You say you have five non-negotiables, Ian. Are you comfortable uh, with sharing what those are? I am comfortable, but that's like another hour conversation. So why don't we just agree to do that as another? Um, yeah, we'll do another episode on some. And I'll break down what those five are, why they are what they are, how they came to be, and why they're so important to me. And do we have, um, this is this is embarrassing. Is there a sub-module in the 1M Plus journey about non-negotiables? Have we designed that in there? It's probably in the uh, foundations or the mindset it aspect. Is, I can't remember. Yes, I don't remember okay. which location it is, but the answer is yes. <laughs> well, if you're listening to this uh, years after we recorded it, uh, clearly we're like in the um, in the throes of launching. And so we've got so much content up, it's hard to know where we truly stand. <laughs> well, thank you for listening, um, champs of the Small Win Society. Uh, it's been a pleasure today um, chatting with you, Ian. Non-negotiables have kind of come up and I'm like, hold on, save it, save it, save it. Let's talk about it on the pod. <laughs> And so we've finally done it. Everyone, we'll see you in two weeks when we'll be back um, Thursday, two weeks from now. So until then. Are you in control of sales, business development, or growth for an organization or everything because you're in control of the entire company? What we know is there are no obstacles you'll face in your business and entrepreneurial journey that someone hasn't already solved. And you can find those people and solutions at the Small Wins Academy. Let's face it. Every successful organization started with just one person. So why not join our community of like-minded entrepreneurs who know that the cost of entry to the Small Wins Academy is more than worth the value that you'll receive. Seeing is believing. So go to smallwinsacademy.org now. Watch our video and let us show you how Small Wins Academy builds success.